I'm Jens, and I'm talking here. Human beings have evolved to further our species through reproduction, but to also enjoy the act of reproducing. What kind of sexual currency can you trade with in your retirement years? On a higher elevation, what can a nation trade with with regards to its continuance through reproduction and its sexuality as it approaches what may be considered its own agedness? Sans pornographic capitulance, what we are facing as a society with an aging demographic is unusual. Why, many will ask, does it appear that we are facing a population implosion? This is no accident, as many births are. Human beings in the Western world are having less and less children, and this could spell the end of Western society. Fertility is down in the United States, Britain, etc. In the United States, the fertility rates hit their lowest points in 2016. There were 62 births per 1,000 women aged 15 to 44, which was down from 2015 per the New York Times on July 3, 2017. The rate of UK babies being born has fallen to its lowest rate for a decade per The Independent as of November 20, 2017. Although these statistics may feel outdated because of their 2017 dates, their messages ring true. The question we should be asking ourselves is, although we know that the Western world, if you've done your homework, may be facing a population implosion, what is the future of the population versus what would be considered the third world's fertility rate staying steady at 4.66 for the last three years in Africa, per worldometers.info, and per prb.org's info of the Arabian Peninsula, the population has gone from 8% in 1950 to 18% projected population growth in the same planetary area for 2050. There appears to be a disproportionate difference what many would consider to be the population between the third world and the western world. Why the difference in fertility and birth rate? It could be argued in a politically correct environment that it is hard to know or that it is complicated. Instead, let's look at the facts of one place, Japan. Japan has ceased to have enough children to replace the deceased within its borders. The book The 50 Million Shock, per the Tokyo Review, is a comprehensive source on this subject, so you may want to imbibe. Japan has the oldest and shrinking population in the world. In projections set from 2040 to 2065, we see a ratio of elderly citizens growing while the age of the working population shrinks per data on Nippon.com. People in Japan are having less babies. This is sad and arguably less pleasurable for the population of Japan. Per Fight the New Drug, Nancy Snow, a professor of public diplomacy at Kyoto University, told CNN that basically males who want real relationships with women can find support groups for men who want to overcome their anxiety on approaching women. Support groups. Shingo Sakatsumi, who calls himself a sex helper, basically says per Fight the New Drug that by solving the virgin problem, you can also solve many other problems to sex. We need to remember it's not sex that creates this problem. It's the pleasure and enviable global dissonance that Western success creates. Japan statistically has a higher IQ per capita of 105 than the rest of the world's other national groups, excluding Singapore, Hong Kong, and South Korea. In the Western world, what's the point of seeking a partner to continue your genetic material with when there's no need? Your Western environment brings you the same pleasure and benefits whether you have a child or not. This brings us to China, which is facing the same thing, population implosion. China has quickly raised itself globally as a pseudo-Western world of its own volition, dancing in certain ways to the beat of its own drum. How is China like its own version of the Western world? Through its state of global manufacturing and creating its own policies that in one way or another affects global policy and course. 
China has become a world power in many respects, but suffers from what the success of the Western world suffers from now due to its success, a potential for population implosion. Data shows that its birth rate has fallen 3.5% in 2017, compared with the previous year, as shared by Planetizen.com. Without getting sunk into the drudgery of excessive data, China is focusing on trying to stimulate a baby boom. The success China has experienced, what many would call the rise of its middle class, basically spells the same outcome now for China as it has for its other successful Asian brethren and Western allies. Less children are born per the success of a profitable and successful nation that is focused on modus operandi usually found in more developed countries. China's population is inevitably set to crash in 2040 per CC Chow for the observer. We've established that nations' populations are shrinking in the Western world. China's economic boom began in 1978, which many would argue isn't that long ago and has basically accomplished what the U.S. worked to do throughout its history, but in only one generation in China, through its economic policies and feverish growth. What will happen to both established and new-to-the-game countries when they face their retirement years as their population ages and there aren't enough young to grab the baton to continue civilization and the stalwart of their entrenched economic policies fueled by a large citizenry? Who knows? The future is somewhat murky and hard to foretell accurately. One thing is for sure. You may not want to grow old if it means you'll not have the savings to survive or stay relevant in a drastically changing world. What are your thoughts on this? The great thing about the future is that your guesses are as valid as anyone else's. No one has a ball made of crystal that accurately works, and no one can claim dominance in the unknown. All we can do is act wisely, and as these, including our own nations, draw towards a rapidly aging population and increase lack of potentially youthful workers to keep the fire of society burning as bright, all we can do is look around and decide to pessimistically continue with business as usual. Ask yourself. What does the future of the growing and burgeoning third world have in relation to the shrinking and arguably dying population of the first world? What's going to happen? Quod capitiosus sapientes. Be smart. Be wise. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to. If you'd like, you can download the Anchor app and leave a voice message. You might make it into the next episode. 